Hey, we are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Peret Chaf Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, Masa Sor. So we are going to do in Chaf Gimel the last of those prakim that we have said Yeshayahu crafts individually to certain nations who have wronged Israel, who will wrong Israel, who have abused them, who have oppressed them. So whether it's Bavel or Edom, Mitzrayim, Plishkim, Ammon, we have seen many of them. Today is the last one, and it is very um, strange who Yeshayahu has chosen to be the recipient of this last national prophecy because it is the nation of Tzor, Masa Tzor. So let's talk a little about Tzor. Tzor is Tyre, T-Y-R-E. It had a sister companion city of Sidon. They were located in what they would then call Phoenicia, which was then northern Lebanon today, on the Mediterranean. They were merchant marines, they developed a tremendous commercial system of transporting goods throughout the world. They also had a far-off port called Tarshish. Tarshish is believed to be somewhere, believe it or not, near Spain, near Gibraltar. That's how far their empire extended. Were they, were they in, in Carthage or Tripoli? Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. Um, and so they had established this tremendous amount. But what's puzzling is that Israel, for a long period of time, had no better friend in the world than Sidon, Tyre, and Tarshish. For uh, just as a refresher, let's go back to when King David dies, Hiram who is the king of Tyre. Uh, let me read to you from Malachim Aleph, Perak um, Hey. Vayishlach uh, Shlomo el Chiram Lemar. I'm sorry, before that, Vayishlach Chiram, Melech Tsar, he sends his men, Esapadov el Shlomo, Kishama ke oso mashula melech tachas of you. He has heard David died, Shlomo has replaced him. Ki ohev haya chiram la David kohayamim. Chiram loved David Hamelech. He worshipped him. He idolizes him. And so now we see the Navi tells us that Shlomo answers him, you know, you know that my father, more than anything else, wanted to build this base Hamikdash. Uh, and so now it has fallen behind uh, on me. Um, and what I would want from you is get me those cedars of Lebanon, those Arazim in Havanon, the woodcraft, the cypress tree. If you could, I would love your <coughs> workers who are the world's greatest woodworkers. And what Hiram does. Uh, I mean, continuing to hear him, hears these requests as Divrei Shlomo, he is overjoyed. Who has his son as such a wise man. 
And he said, whatever you need, I will send you. The trees, the workers, Abdi Yardum and Halvanon will come to craft it. He sends him the gold. He sends him the gold plating. In truth, um, Hiram could well be considered an architect of the Beis Hamikdash, And that relationship continues in that Shlomo becomes, along with Hiram, a maritime power. Since Shlomo controls sort of the Asia Minor part, or African part, and Hiram is the European and the Mediterranean, they join forces to literally form the mightiest maritime power of its time. Uh, because what they do is the ships are constantly in motion from Sidon to Tyre. They bring um, raw goods from Egypt. They bring spices from here. They bring um, from the New World. They bring materials, etc. They are the most honored merchant marines. They are the most powerful nation. And they are beloved partners. So why is Yeshayahu prophesying against them, and as we're going to see in very strong terms. And the answer comes in, we're going to learn in Yechezkel, where somehow Yechezkel the Novi tells us that at the time of the destruction of Bavel, and remember, this is 130 years after Yeshayahu's death, so Yeshayahu doesn't know, or theoretically doesn't know, so that they turn against Israel, they rejoice. The Novi Yechezkel recalls they are rejoicing at the misfortune of B'nai Israel. Obviously, there was a little jealousy there and saying, good, now we will have it all. They're, you know, withdrawing from the scene of commerce gives us the opportunity, and for this, they are going to be punished. So this prophecy is against Sor, Tyre, its sister city, Sidon, and its further colony in Gibraltar, Tarshish, and the prophecy is going to jump from each to each other. We know Tarshish was so distant a reason, it was probably that was the end of the known world in that day. Beyond that, you thought you were going to fall off the Atlantic. So Tarshish was its outermost port. Remember when Yonah decides to flee from the Kaddish Baruch rather than prophesy at Ninveh, he gets on a boat to Tarshish. So in any case, we begin Pasuk Aleph, Masat Tsar Hilaliu Onios Tarshish, Hishudad Mibayas Mavome Eretz Kitim Nigle Lomo. Here is the prophecy against Tsar, Hi, woe to Tsar, woe to the ships of Tsar, they have been plundered internally on the Yostar gate Shudadmi bias from inside. And in this Shayahu is using the device as if he's talking to the ships making their way back along the Mediterranean. Uh, by the time you get to Kitim, Rashi says Kitim was Rome, which was really nothing in those days. When you got to the port of Rome, it was known that everything had been destroyed in Sidon and Tyre, so that therefore they would tell the boat it doesn't even pay to go because everything has been totally destroyed, all the ports. Domu Yoshrei E Sohar. Sohar, by the way, was an island, so that's what we refer to Domu Yoshrei E. 
be in a mournful silence, or you are in a mournful silence. Why? Socher Tzidon. Socher Tzidon applies to Egypt, by the way. It's the Nile. Because it was in the Nile that there was the growth of the um, grain. Nile formed the grain with its overflow. These ships carried grain. They were the grain merchants of the world. And now you're in mourning. You don't have a place to send. There's nothing to fill your markets with. Um, continues Pasuk Gimel. Uh, by virtue of the waters, uh, etc., that the, um, the market is gone. In other words, there was a domino effect. Uh, you've lost the grain, you've lost the ships, you've lost the ports. Uh, um, it is gone. Your whole economy is destroyed. Continues Sidon, be humiliated, Sidon. For now he's speaking, like we spoke in terms of a ship going back to an empty port. Now he speaks, Yishayahu, in terms of the ocean. The ocean says, From the strength of the sea, I watched this nation grow. I presided over its growth. It's as if I was never here. So total is the destruction. It's as if I never presided over the raising of children and grandchildren and, and the girls and boys in a society that was flourishing. There's nothing. It's like it had never been. Hey, that you remember Egypt when they heard the wonders that the Kaddish Baruch Hu had done with the crossing of the Yamsuf and with the plagues, how the world trembled. We see in Oz Yashir, you know, Oz Nivalu, then they tremble. Now they are trembling the same way when they hear the fate of Tsar. If you Tarshisha, uh, now we cross over to Tarshish, that far-flung port near Spain. Ibu Tarshisha Helelu Yosre A. Cross over to Tarshish. Lament all of you really in the supply chain. It's a domino effect. There are no goods in the economy coming from Tarshish. You're wasting your time. And says Yeshayahu Pasukvav, Hazoslachem Aliza is this the nation we make head them that rejoice that was the crown jewel of the earth. Uh, people came by foot to live there, to be part of the economic glory that was Sidon and Tyre. And then Yeshayahu asks a very valid question in Pasuches. Who crafted this? Who counseled this against Tzor HaMatiro, the crown jewel? Their princes, their merchants, their ship uh, giants were leaders of the world. They were princes and very well regarded. They were regarded as honest, as powerful, and with complete trust. So that what happened to them? 
So what is the reason who planned this? Ki Hashem It was the Kaddish Baruch Hu, of course. Why? L'chalel ga'on kol tzvi, l'hakel kol nichbedei ores. No other reason to humble them. The arrogance, the sheer arrogance over, you know, what they had achieved, these people, overwhelmed them. They became carried away. Um, continues Yishayo, every artzichet kayor, spread out through your land, uh, people of Tarshish. Why? Because there's nothing else. Ein mezach od means like the belt of security. There's nothing left for you to protect. There's no cities, there's no ports, there's no commerce, there are no ships moving. Yada nata al hayam, here bismak manlachos, the strongholds of Sur, Tarshish, are destroyed. Uh, nations tremble in fear. Kaddish Baruch Hu's hand is on that. Because the word has gone out, it is destroyed. Their power is absolutely null. A total devastation. Uh, and you, the virgin daughter of Hamashuka Basulas Basil Sidon, remember we're moving back from Basidon, have no longer rejoice. You will be oppressed. Kumi you will be oppressed. So you are going to cross over uh, to Rome. You, do, you keep, remember Kitim is Rome. You're going to try and flee to Rome to escape to that. Nothing. You'll find no peace. Uh, there will be no rest for you. It is total. Moreover, Hainaritz Kazdim, the Kazdim, we remember we learned them there as descendants of Avraham's family, Terach, uh, the Chaldeans, we would call them in English. They're nothing. They were nothing. Remember now, Bavel is going to descend from the Kazdim. Asher Asher was nothing. And now Asher is going to take over the world. Now what's going to happen? Bavel is going to take over Asher. These costumes that have come out of nowhere, that are nothing, that are worthless, are going to take over the world. They are going to overthrow Asher, take over its palaces. Now back to the boats of Tarshish, Chilalu Anios Tarshish, Yishudad Neyuzivchem. Lament, you ships of Tarshish, your strength simply has been taken from you. Meuzachem, your power has left you. Kishudad has been raw. And now, strangely enough, comes word of consolation to Tzorin but a very limited, qualified consolation. Tesvab. After 70 years, Tsar will be back. Like the years of a king, the years of the king they're referring to, David HaMelech was 70. And that's when you will return in a very limited fashion. Tsar will be like the song of a harlot. What are we talking about? 
The metaphor is gone is the glory of their ports. They're going to come back as like port cities. They're going to scramble for business, for commerce. They're going to become the normal, cheap, sleazy ports, not the glorious ports of yesteryear. Kachi kinor, take a musical instrument, a lyre, soki ear zono nishkacha, because like a forgotten harlot, like a prostitute that has to attract uh, customers to her wares, you do it by noise, by music, by uh, um, a come on, as it were. Hey, tivu nagain here bishir lamantar Sing your song, play your music so that they will remember who you are. In other words, you will exist, but you will exist as just a shadow, a shell of your former self. Yud Zayin. It will come back, to, but again, as we say, with the price of a harlot. And she will prostitute herself to all the nations in the world. She is a shadow, a husk of her former self, subsisting on the, the sleazy kind of ports with its prostitution and, and theft and burglary. But yes, it will exist. The is a very puzzling sentence. Now we conclude with that its merchandise is Sohra Esnana, it's the price of a harlot. We know that the price given to a zona for her services is usur to the base Hamikdash. You can't give it to Hectage. You can't give it to a Kohen. You can't give it to a Karban. It is banned. Lo Yisav Lo Yisav Lifnei Hashem. Hashem What we are saying is that in the end of days, in the building of the second temple, Tsar and Sidon are going to want to come back. They're going to want to contribute. And they will be allowed to a certain attempt to contribute. For example, the wood is permitted. But the rest of the stuff cannot be used. Uh, so that it will not be accepted. It's like an esnan zona. Um, on because it is Hashem that Kadosh does not want it. It is not going to be taken, and that concludes a very harsh prophecy against one that we say was one of Israel's greatest friends, and maybe in the coming of the end of the Mashiach, it will be restored to the relationship as it was. So with this, we conclude that series of prophecies directed at individual nations. Tomorrow, if it's cryptic, end of days, total either gog or magog, or as some suggest, a nuclear proliferation that destroys the world, then this parrot, Kaftalit, is your parrot, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. Okay.